Welcome to Therapist's Guide to Getting Unstuck, the podcast all about erasing the stigma around mental health. I'm Monica Pitek Fugetti, a licensed and nationally certified counselor specializing in anxiety and trauma treatment. You can find out more about me on my website at wholemindwellnessplc.com. Now let's get on to the show. Hey, welcome back. We are rounding out the last day of 2020. Thank God. I got a wine glass for Christmas that says 2020, one star, would not recommend. That just about sums up 2020. I would not recommend it, wouldn't want to go back to it, and I'm really hoping that 2021 brings a better year for all of us and that COVID goes away and the vaccine comes around and people take it and we can start to go back business as usual. So today on this episode of The Therapist's Guide to Getting Unstuck, I want to talk a little bit about toxic positivity. So you might have heard this word thrown around social media a little bit. I have noticed it more and more, especially since COVID's come up, because I've noticed people talking about how they should remain positive and look at the bright side. And and I've been guilty of this too. And there's nothing wrong with it. There's nothing wrong with talking about the good things amongst the bad things. But toxic positivity takes it one step further. Basically what it is, is us telling ourselves, telling people that we should not feel a certain way. We should only look at what is good. And what happens when you get that message is it negates what you actually do feel. And then a lot of the times feelings of guilt, shame, depression, sadness, anxiety, they can all kind of come up from a constant and continued message of toxic positivity. I see this a lot in in big groups of people. I've had some friends in workplaces that they say, gosh, my boss is always talking about positive and like, we can do this and everything's going to be great. I've heard it a lot in the teacher realm in education where they get these messages that basically they're stronger than they think that they are, which I've always hated that phrase because what do you mean by that? Number one. And sometimes you're just as strong as you are and that's good enough. A lot of us are thrown, well, all of us are thrown into this new world of COVID and trying to navigate it. And it's a little bit unrealistic to throw yourself into it and just assume that people are going to be okay. People have emotions. We're human. We are all showing up in a different way where a lot of us are just not ourselves right now. A lot of us have lost people that we love because of COVID. A lot of us are very afraid that we're going to get it. Some of us have gotten it. And all of those things are not positive, right? And so to then go into a situation and be told that, oh, you know, at least you didn't die from it, or it could be worse. Gosh, I've always hated that phrase, it could be worse, because I really think it could also be better. Back in the day when I had cancer, and even now, to some extent, people will say things to me and say, well, but at least I don't have cancer, so I guess it could be worse for me. And I always stop them because we all have our own lives and my experience is better than somebody else's experience. And just because you don't have cancer and I had cancer does not mean that that negates the entirety of your experience. You have a right to feel. 
I think that that's really important for people to understand is that you have a right to your feelings. You have a right to feel. I want to talk a little bit about how we can shake the toxic positivity culture and how maybe we can show up for it differently. But first, I want to take just a little break and tell you about my new ebook that I wrote. I'm really excited to share a new product that I just developed. It's an ebook called How to Live with Anxiety Simple Strategies to Empowerment. And I created this book because I wanted a short read that allowed for some resources that people could use immediately to start to feel a little bit better. So in this book, you will learn simple definitions of anxiety, how anxiety works in our brain, and I'm giving away free worksheets that you can start immediately so that you can start to feel better. So go on to the Amazon Kindle store and you can find it there. Download it, read it, shoot me a message and tell me what you think. There's also going to be a link in my show notes for it. If you just want to head on over there, click on the link and make the purchase. And I look forward to hearing your thoughts. Oh, thank you. So I want to talk a little bit about how to handle toxic positive situations. I do just want to restate, though, a little summary of toxic positivity when it comes to the emotions that we have. Generally, as a rule, negative emotions are seen as inherently bad. People then start to feel upset about having these emotions and the positivity that we are expected to experience invalidates the range of emotions that we might have. It can sometimes actually do the opposite of what it is probably intended to do by the people that are voicing the positivity in that it they want it to be a fuel to increase productivity and to help people feel good about where they're at. But it actually does the opposite of that. For people who can't buy into the positive culture that's trying to be narrated, which completely puts a blanket over anything that might be troubling or obstacles in our way, what happens then is that person might start to feel defective. They might actually lose productivity because they're going into a state of reclusiveness and depression and just feeling like I can't, I don't believe in all of these words of positivity, so there must be something wrong with me. It can be very, very dangerous, which is why it's called toxic. All that to say, there are some things that we can do to help ourselves when we feel like we're in a situation where there's toxic positivity happening. One way is to avoid ignoring your emotions. The emotions that you have are valid. Feel them when they come up. Notice them when they come up. You might even find that you're triggered when somebody starts saying positive things and you might not really understand why. So I encourage you to sit with that for a little bit and really remain curious in it and ask yourself, why am I getting so upset by these positive statements? And you might find that it's because you're feeling differently than whoever is saying the positivity is telling you that you should feel. It's really important that you know that that's okay. It's okay to have your emotions. Making sure that you're validating other people is really important too. So this is a really good tip if you tend to be a toxic positive person. Check yourself. Check your audience. Always know what you're getting into. And if somebody states or there is a suspicion that other people don't feel as positive as you, validate it. 
just call it out that say, hey, I want everyone to be positive. We want everyone to be productive. We want everyone to do the best that they can do. At the same time, I understand we're all going through a lot right now. And some people might not be in the same frame of mind, and that's okay. By all means, please don't give unsolicited, unsolicited advice. Maybe it's just me. I don't know. But I, I really can't stand it when people give me unsolicited advice. I hate it when I'll say something and then they'll, people will come at me with a solution. And some people just want to be heard. I know for me, sometimes I just want to be heard. Solutions can come later, but first I need you to know how I feel because I need to feel understood. The need for understanding, security, and safety is always going to be first before the need to solve a problem is going to come up. So the first thing that you should always concentrate on is seek to understand. We can we can thank Stephen Covey for that phrase, but it is really good. Seek to understand where somebody is coming from and then check to see if they even want advice. If they don't want advice, don't give it to them. And definitely, definitely, definitely do not shame anyone. That is the worst thing that you can do because shame is a feeling that there's something wrong with you. And when I say everyone, I'm not excluding you. Don't shame yourself either. We tend to be our own worst critic, right? And so we might survey a room or look around and think, oh God, everyone else feels so good and I feel so bad. There's something wrong with me. Nothing wrong with you. It's absolutely okay to feel all the feels. We really want to be aware of this. It seems like maybe it might be kind of fuel, futile, but it's a real thing and it can really cause some serious damage when people start overgeneralizing positive emotions, as in everybody should feel this way. If you want to start to be aware and start recognizing how it might show up, then here are some signs for you. If people are starting to mask how they really feel, that might be a sign that they are falling victim to toxic positivity messages. Sometimes people will just try to push through and get on with it and dismiss any negative emotions that they're feeling. Lots of feelings of guilt might come up for not connecting with this message of positivity. Sometimes people will minimize others' experience by throwing out feel-good quotes like, hey, you got this, or nothing worth having is easy, or whatever it is. Just trying to, it's all very well-intentioned. That's the thing with, with this notion of toxic positivity that I really believe that it's very well-intentioned, but it doesn't always come across well, and it's not healthy if you are using positivity almost as a weapon. I know that that's kind of a harsh word, but it really is. And I don't think that it's a weapon that anyone consciously picks up and uses, but it is. It's it's one of those hidden weapons that underlining meaning tells people that it's not okay to be wherever they are. Like I said before, seeking to understand, always looking for somebody else's perspective and making sure that they that you understand where they're coming from. Again, avoid that it could be worse kind of language. Don't just don't ever use that. It it could be worse. I don't I don't like it. I think it's it's bad for our own psyche and it does harm when we say it to other people. This really all just comes down to being mindful of your own emotions. Don't brush off feelings that are uncomfortable. I know they're uncomfortable. We don't like to sit in them, but sit in them. Honestly, like invite them in, remain curious about them. And I know that I talked about this before, just that curiosity, that it's really, really important to know what your emotions are telling you, because anger might be telling me something different than it's telling you. So we can't do an overall theme 
of how to handle anger if we don't know the underlining feelings that are fueling it. So take some time, check in with yourself, especially now when we are, gosh, we're, what are we on, 10 months of COVID now? We're getting tired. We're all getting tired. We're all getting overwhelmed. We feel beat down. Now more than ever, we need self-care. So we need to constantly check in with ourselves, check in with our bodies, check in with our minds. Just take some time to allow yourself to feel and allow other people to feel. So I hope that you enjoyed this episode and learned a little bit something new about when positivity can go wrong. So as we round out 2020, I just want to tell everyone, just be where you are. Whatever emotions come up when you think about this year, feel them. Don't get stuck in them. And if you find yourself getting stuck, you can go back to the previous episode when I talk about getting unstuck, but just be present with yourself. And I wish everyone a very happy new year. And I hope for all of us that 2021 brings greater things. Thank you for listening. Thank you for listening to this episode of Therapist's Guide to Getting Unstuck. If you like what you heard, be sure to subscribe so that you never miss an episode. And give a five-star rating or leave a comment in the App Store. To learn more about anxiety, trauma, and other mental health topics, follow me on Instagram and YouTube. To make an appointment with me or to read my blog, go to www.wholemindwellnessplc.com. Until next time, remember, you are worth the effort it takes to live an empowered life.